Welcome to ADHD Crash Course, the podcast for those of us who are always learning about ADHD, and that includes me. My name is Danae Cannon, and I'm your host. I'm an occupational therapist, a certified coach, a mom of more than one child with ADHD, and I have ADHD. So welcome to the podcast. We're in this together, and let's jump in. Welcome to ADHD Crash Course. Today, we're going to talk about ADHD and relationships. And specifically, we're going to talk about this idea of us making a bid for connection with other people. And Drs. John and Julie Gottman of the Gottman Institute introduced this idea. Many of the things we do each day are bids to the people in our lives for connection. When someone does want to connect with you, they're, they're not likely to come up to you and say, hey, I want to connect with you. Usually we use these bids, these ways of grabbing someone's attention, inviting someone into interaction throughout our day without even realizing we're doing it. And I'm going to give you some examples of what a bid looks like, a bid for connection looks like. Some of them might be more obvious to us. If your partner comes home and they're like, oh, I've just had the craziest experience. That's an obvious bid for connection, for reciprocation. If your response is to change the subject or ignore that or share something of your own in response to that bid he or she just made for connection, then that is a bid that they've put out there that you have turned away from. If you say, oh, what happened? You know, you've accepted this bid for connection. When I worked in pediatrics, I would use the analogy of a catch game. If I say, hey, you're not going to believe what happens to me. It's like I'm throwing that ball. And if you catch the ball, you're going to respond in some way. Oh yeah, tell me about that. Or can't wait to hear whatever you're going to say. If you let the ball drop, you've, you've, stop the game. And so this is the same thing with the connection. You've kind of stopped this connection if you are not receiving this bid and responding to it. So that example I gave was a really obvious example of a bid for connection, but bids can be a lot more subtle than that. They can be just trying to get someone to share attention with you. Oh, look at that bird. Did you see the color of that house we just drove by? It's an attempt to draw that other person into connection, communication, exchange. And so it can be really obvious, like, wow, I've had the most difficult day. Or can seem not so important, not so consequential, and they're easy to miss. They can be nonverbal. Touching the other person on the shoulder, even sending somebody you know, a meme that you think is funny, you think they're going to appreciate. This is an attempt for connection. This is a bid for connection. And, and it's easy to miss these, and it's easy for these bids to go unanswered. And this can start to break down communication. Now, of course, if my husband says, look at that bird, and I don't respond, that's not going to be devastating. But if my pattern is not responding to very bids habitually with him, either intentionally or unaware that I'm doing this, this can really cause friction and break down communication in our relationship. The thing to remember here, it's not really the content of the bid. It's the intention of the bid. I'm trying to draw this person in. I'm trying to connect with this person. And so missed bids can be problematic. And so when someone makes a bid, we respond. Even if we're not responding, that is a response when it comes to a bid. If I say to Clint, oh, I'm really stressed about the situation at work. That is my bid for connection. And he can respond by turning away from my bid, just not acknowledging what I'm saying, leaving the room, changing the subject. He can respond by turning against my bid, responding in a negative way to my bid. Oh, it's always something with you and work. Or he can respond by turning towards my bid. In that catch analogy, it's catching the ball and then sending it back to me. Oh, what's going on? Tell me about 
about it. I think all of us can benefit from this frame of reference because bids are happening all day long in our relationships. It's easy to miss them. And it's really easy for the accumulation of missed bids to contribute to this feeling of not being valued, of not being regarded, of not having connection with the people in your lives. Now, I'm talking about romantic relationships more so in this episode, but obviously this applies to friendships, to other family members, to parents and children. These dropped bids can really break down connection. Now I'm going to talk specifically about ADHD and some trends with ADHD communication, the way our brains work, some of our our struggles that can make this even more complicated. One thing that's just true for many of us, definitely true for me with ADHD, we may miss more bids just because of inattention. A couple weeks ago, one of my daughters was talking about saying something to me. I looked at her and completely either changed the subject or ignored it entirely. I had no idea what she was talking about. It, it wasn't that I didn't remember it. I never received it in the first place. Obviously, I'm not going to willingly, knowingly drop the bid of the people I love in my life, but that may happen more often because of inattention. So I want to be aware of that on a personal level. That's part of me managing my brain and understanding that that's might happen more often, but I also want to educate the important people in my life that effective communication for me might be actually touching my shoulder, making sure I'm with you sometimes. If Even if it might kind of look like I'm with you, that I might need that little extra cue. Dr. Reeves mentioned this when we did our interview on auditory processing disorder, that effective communication might be affirming that someone's with you when you're about to make this bid. And that's for the person that's receiving the bid and the person that is bidding. Understanding whether or not you're messages actually being attended to is important because you might be interpreting a dropped bid when it was actually never received. Another thing that I have seen come up a lot for people with ADHD is responding to a bid with an attempt for connection that actually drops the bid. Your friend comes to you and says, I just had the most incredible thing happen to me. You won't believe this. And the person with ADHD gets really excited and jumps in with their own related story without having accepted the bid. In their mind, they have accepted the bid. This is their way of accepting it, connecting, responding. But when you're looking at kind of more neurotypical conversation, it misses the mark, right? Because it's not because the perception for that person is that they've received this bid, but the perception on the other end is that bid has been dropped. And I've seen this specific dynamic cause a lot of suffering because it creates a a lot of misunderstanding in the people in their lives can feel like they're not important to this person. And that's not true at all. It's just these drop bids and this misunderstanding is, is based on these drop bids. What do we do with that? There's not really an easy answer here. People want to make this an easy answer. I saw someone post something that was a long, I'm going to botch it, but it was along the lines of let's normalize the fact that neurodivergent people show they care by responding to your story with their story or something along the lines of what I just described, that dynamic. And I think that message misses the mark because first of all, let's normalize to me is kind of problematic in itself. When you have a neurodivergent brain, the point is it's not going to be the norm. It's not going to be the typical. It's not going to be the common. When there's this approach of let's say that it is, I don't really find that so empowering. 
I don't get helpful strategies. I don't get better connections. I'm not saying that we need to be always trying to change ourselves. I'm a big advocate of accepting your brain for what it is, who you are. When I was talking about that example of me with the attention piece, attention you don't really have active control over. And so I am not beating myself up over the fact that I don't receive all those messages. No, not normal. It's not the norm. I don't need you to normalize that. I would like the people in my life to understand that. I plan to advocate for myself so that they do, but I don't need for us all to say that that's normal. I think normal is a little overrated. My favorite people would not be classified as normal, quite honestly, and that's okay. I don't think normal is synonymous with good. And I've seen that situation play out when it comes to ADHD brains. A friend shares a story, rather than responding to their story, you jump in with your story. And sometimes that has to do with just the excitement, impulsivity, even working memory. Sometimes knowing that you're not gonna remember what you wanted to share makes it even harder to wait. When we know this about ourselves and we know what's at play that's that's making this more difficult, we can support that. You know, if it's something you don't want to forget, letting your friend know, oh, hang on a second, I want to hear the story. Let me just write myself a note real quick so I don't forget what I want to tell you. It's kind of a meeting in the middle it can really help us from dropping the bid and turning towards these bids and deepening our connection with the people that matter to us. Now, so far I've been talking about when we're dropping the bids in the communication, when a bid is made by our partner and we've dropped that bid, but let's flip it. Let's look at when we as the ADHD brains put a bid out there and that bid is turned away from. You know, maybe you've sent something that you really think would interest your partner, an article or something that's funny and it's just dropped. It's not responded to. Understanding this whole framework of bids and responding to bids and how we turn away or turn to our partners when we're, we're putting these bids out there is really helpful, especially for those with ADHD who are carrying the story with them or the people in their lives are carrying the story about them being super sensitive, overreactive. When you have that kind of a reputation or you believe that about yourself, then legitimate dropped bids that can be really damaging when they accumulate, they, it gets dismissed as somebody's sensitivity when there's actually a dynamic here that is the sum of parts right? It's the sum of lots of drop bids can really have a damaging impact on a relationship without maybe either partner being aware of what's going on. So building that kind of awareness with a partner's ideal, right? To be able to work on this together and understand this framework together. But I also think this framework is helpful in really all communication. When you're looking at communicating with friends, with family, with children, there are even some professional applications. So understanding this and using it as a communication tool, this framework as a communication tool can be super helpful for all brains. Thank you for joining me today for this episode of ADHD Crash Course and our chat about ADHD and relationships. If you're enjoying this podcast, if it is helpful, please rate, review, share. All this helps me keep making it. And if you've not joined my mailing list, jump over to www.theadhdclaritycoach and get on my list. I don't send out a ton of communication, but I do sometimes have a free training or a free group coaching session. I have discounts on my group coaching program. So it's a good thing to be on that list to get fun free things. Thank you so much for joining me and I will see you next week.